a lot of times brands want to say, hey, we've got an advertising campaign coming up. It's got TV in it. Let's just fit Sonic branding into that TV campaign. And then when they get to the audio, it's, they're just kind of rushing to get it done instead of thinking of it as a separate true branding piece. And so I always recommend to brands to, hey, take a look at this from your branding guidelines perspective and not from a one-off advertising campaign. In this episode, we'll be talking to John Brennan and Sean Beeson of Sonic Signatures, a music creation agency specializing in sonic branding for brands and companies. In part one, we'll be discussing some of what Sonic Signatures does and how important it is to think of your music as part of your branding, not as an afterthought. My name is Gina Isham, and this is the Sound in Marketing Podcast. Today, I'm joined by Sonic Signature's CCO, John Brennan, and audio UX designer, Sean Beeson. John is a music composer and sound designer with 20 years of experience, creating sounds for iconic brands such as Tide, Applebee's, AAA, Mentos, Southwest Airlines, and ADP. He has an MFA in music composition for the screen from Columbia College, Chicago, and serves as an adjunct professor at Northern Kentucky University. Sean is a composer and sound designer that has worked on hundreds of scores for games, ads, trailers, and podcasts for clients like Google, Disney, McDonald's, Taco Bell, State Farm, Wizards of the Coast, Neoglyphic, and Sony. While at Google, he helped develop the sonic identity of Google's Pixel phone, which we'll bring up later in the interview. Contributed sounds to the Google Max speaker and Daydream's internal VR and AR applications. He has contributed to three Emmy award-winning projects and has been nominated for multiple Game Audio Network Guild Awards. Welcome to the Sound and Marketing Podcast. Thanks for having us, Gina. Yeah. So let's let's go ahead and dive in because I think we've got a lot to discuss. Uh, let's first things first. Let's talk about Sonic Signatures, um, guys. Can you kind of explain what the company does and and how it has been evolving as the marketing industry has evolved? Sure. So our mission is to enable brands to better engage and inform people through sound. And we do that primarily to, through two things. So we educate brands on audio best practices, and we also create holistic audio campaigns. We basically have three partners in the business, and we also have a couple composers that work for us as well. Um, but the three main partners are myself and kind of, as you said, Gina, my background is in uh, commercial scoring for advertising and narrative film. Whereas Sean, also on the program today, his background is music for interactive uh, video games and as well as creating UX sounds for devices. And then our third partner is D.B. Cooper, who is a voice casting and coaching expert as well. And so kind of the thought there was to bring together uh, three people that can really create a holistic audio campaign uh, to touch all of a brand's um, outreaches, so with voice, music, and UX sounds. I think that's great. Um, you really do have kind of the big picture, especially the big picture as of now. <laughs> um, <laughs> I didn't even realize that music composition for the screen was a thing. I have a Bachelor of Music in Composition, but uh, I was not, I did not have that uh, option. <laughs> yeah. Nowadays, we look at, you know, sound marketing and everything like that. It is very theatrical. Um, it you want to be entertained. Mm-hmm. Everybody wants to be entertained. So um, drawing from that experience that, that you have is key. 
Yeah, it was kind of a natural uh, phenomenon, I guess, coming from scoring films in, into advertising. And then now through that frustration of doing one-off campaigns, now like saying, hey, we can do a better job and create a holistic um, you know, audio campaign in a sense for the entire brand. Has that been a struggle for you? Because um, we also, my husband and I have a video production company and the one-offs is just pretty much what everyone wants to do. Nobody wants to focus on like a, a whole campaign being holistic about their approach. They just want a one-off for whatever that subject is that they want to take control over at that moment. Do you have a lot of pushback or are people more, uh, are, are they more into the idea of working on an entire sound? Yeah, this is definitely a problem where, and this is, I think, was brought up on your show with one of your other interviews, whereas a lot of times brands want to say, hey, we've got an advertising campaign coming up. It's got TV in it. Let's just fit Sonic branding into that TV campaign, which is very difficult because they're so focused on the visuals that that's where the primary focus is. And then when they get to the audio, it's they're just kind of rushing to get it done for that TV campaign instead of thinking of it as a separate, uh, really true branding piece. And so I always recommend to brands to, hey, take a look at this from your branding guidelines perspective and not from a one-off advertising campaign. Exactly. And I, I think that there should be a union between the marketing department and the sound that you create. Like the, the sound should be a part of the marketing plan. It shouldn't be yeah. a, an afterthought or anything like that. Um, I also like, and I'm going to bring up uh, another podcast that you were on um, for Inside Voice. You spoke about um, some music that you were putting together where you didn't just have a genre that you were focusing on. Like you had, you, you needed to create music for a news program, but it was more mm -hmm. specific than that. It was actually for millennials and they didn't respond necessarily to the traditional sound that you would hear on a news underscore piece of music. So you had to have those two things in mind. It had to be sounding like news, but it had to be mm -hmm. focused towards these millennials that had different expectations of the news. Uh, and, I, and I'm seeing that more and more of, you know, people are digging deeper and deeper to find their niche audience. And it's fascinating to me. Yeah, it is truly a wonderful time in audio to uh, to really have this community rise up around it. And then at the same time, you know, kind of creating these best practices and, and then educating the agencies and brands on that. So um, you have some examples for us. You can kind of talk about um, what was the motivation? What what were you hired to create and what was your your desired anticipation of how it was going to be received? Sure. So this uh, first example we wanted to play is for actually for a, a piece of podcast advertising. And so we're working with a podcast platform that sells advertising into multiple podcasts. And so obviously we're used to with a lot of podcasts where it's just the host read advertising, which is great. It feels uh, completely cohesive to the show. It's very well integrated, but the problem from an advertiser standpoint is you're having to sell individual shows versus just take one piece of advertising and play it on multiple podcasts. And so what the podcast platforms are doing is saying, hey, we have to create advertising that feels right for podcasts. And so uh, what we did working with this, this is for a... Um, a specific advertising uh, for a car, a car company that specializes um, 
you know, at outdoors, adventure, uh, things among that nature. And so the music was kind of twofold. So we, in the music, we had to really portray the brand and the brand attributes, but that also had to be done very subtly and not like a hard sell because an advertising on like television, for instance, the music is going to be much more active and in your face, um, much more of a hard sell to get your attention. Whereas obviously in podcasting, you don't have to do any of that. It, it is a captive audience. The important thing is just trying to tune them in. And so with the music here created for this car company, it was really trying to focus on this outdoor sense of adventure, but then also um, uh, kind of a green element as well. And then secondly, playing it into the podcast platform and really making it as subtle as possible. And so one of the challenges in, in writing this music was to just keep it basic, keep it stripped down. So the percussion, there's, there's not a kick drum in there. Uh, we'll, we'll play the music here in a moment. And we'll, you can kind of hear how stripped down it is. I'll, I'll just say what my interpretation of that would be is, um, you know, I, I get nostalgic and I think of like going on a road trip with my family, which we did a lot when I was little. Um, and you definitely get like that outdoor feeling, um, you know, the motion, uh, but nothing like too jarring or anything like that. You're just enjoying the time. Um, but I don't know. That's my, no, that's my composition perfect. background. So. No, and, and honestly, you, you hit the nail on the head. And unfortunately, we were not able to play the voiceover because the spot is not released yet. Mm -hmm. But the, um, the voiceover is all about that, taking a road trip, looking at different experiences. Being that it's a podcast, the spot itself is very informational. Instead of talking about the product as much, it's actually talking about the experiences you're going to have with that product. Mm -hmm. and, and of course that piece of music ended with the mnemonic at the end as well mm -hmm. yeah no I like the whistle at the end <laughs> <laughs> um what was I gonna say oh uh I feel also that the subtlety of it is very nice because you're also aware of the 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 medium that you're using so mm -hmm. like you mentioned with tv it's a lot more bombastic a little more in your face not necessarily all the time but it is it's bigger um yeah. but here it's in your your earbuds in your headphones and so it's an it's a more intimate experience if you blast them they're gonna like pull their headphones off and it's gonna be yeah. too much so i feel like something like that is really great because it doesn't interrupt whatever it is that um you know someone else is doing one of the things that i remember or I remember, it's still happening. But um, with TV, uh, you know, you might have a, a TV show that you're watching that that might be really low volume. And then it mm -hmm. goes to the commercial and it, it jars you a lot of times, especially if the first one out of the gate is like something big. Um, That's right. And so I think it's so much more important even 
for when you have this this intimate experience with podcasts and with just streaming music and all of all of the sounds that are in the earphones it's so much more important that you do not do that because most likely if that were to happen when it's in your ears whatever it is you'll be put off by that and you won't go back to that product because it's frightened you <laughs> yeah. or it's given you a bad experience so it could even be going as subtle as that sorry that's yeah. my tangent but no you got it exactly right i mean with this music it was a matter of taking things out you know we, keeping the hand percussion but taking out the the kick drum and the full set things like mm -hmm. that you know the melody was just a whistle uh, whereas originally we had a glockenspiel with the whistle and we're like that's just too much you got to take it out um and and I don't think that there's an answer to this necessarily because I'm I'm still kind of searching for this. I'm curious if anyone will come about this. But so for this, this was for a car commercial, and we don't obviously have the um, the the spoken word uh, that goes mm -hmm. along with it. Uh, how do you go about being creative to make it be this is this car rather than this is a car? Do you have any? Um, any ways that you've kind of approached that with any other clients with with their sounds? Like, how do we not just get in the, you know, the same product um, scheme mm -hmm. of things? How do we say that this is exactly this? Yeah. You know, I think with this brand of car, this music was very fitting to their brand attributes and what they're trying to say exactly. And so... Um, you know, you take a close look at those brand attributes and what you're trying to reinforce and how you can do that in the music um, really as subtly as possible. Yeah. Um, what kinds of challenges have you faced creating a unique sound that stands for a brand? Do you, do you tend to run more um, with what the clients suggest? Do you have a lot of hand-holding? How does that process go? Um, because this is still a fairly new evolving situation um is it difficult is it exciting what what's your take on on working with clients yeah i mean it's still an educational process right now uh, it depends on the client we've obviously had rfps come to us that are amazing that you know everything's well spelled out on what you want to see as an audio person um, but more often than not we're, we're coming to agencies or we're coming to brands and we're, we're laying out, hey, these are the audio best practices that you want to follow. And luckily right now with what's happening in audio, most of them are all ears. You know, they're excited to hear that information. They're attuned to it. And um, they want to learn that information. And so once they get the buy-in on the best practices, and then it's involving them in that creative process uh, from these audio mood boards um, from just this exploration and then from there you can really dial into an audio creative brief Have you seen any of these clients that you've worked with become like evangelists? Have they have they brought other people uh, other clients? Uh, into the fold Yeah, it's, it's a wonderful one of the jobs we did um, Without knowing it the the agency went and then wrote a, um, a blog post about the um, you know about the project and about the audio and um, so it's wonderful I was Google searching and I was like oh there's our project with uh, you know with the agency's blog you know so it's wonderful to see uh, you know to see them putting that out there that's very exciting um, so Sean you've been you've been silently waiting um, <laughs> can you kind of introduce yourself and uh, kind of give uh, a brief explanation of how 
you came to be with Sonic Signatures and kind of a little bit about what UX audio is, because not everybody really understands what that is. Right. Yeah. So my background is as a composer. Um, I've been composing nearly my whole life. Just starting off is kind of is uh, a hobby and kind of uh, it's just been something I've, I've really loved to do. And I uh, have a degree in music as well from Capital University and just kind of jumped into scoring interactive media. So I started off by working in, in the games industry and kind of contributed to a lot of slot machines in the process, which at the time I didn't realize it is somewhat similar to what I do now with designing very specific, usually short, iconic, highly repetitive sounds that need to psychologically influence uh, the slot player without being uh, too overbearing. Um, and so I, I kind of continued on into the game industry and have kind of dabbled into uh, advertising and marketing music over the years and uh, music licensing and sound libraries. And in the process, I met John at a uh, game conference, a game development conference, and we kind of just hit it off in terms of just being kind of good friends. And he approached me and basically said, I know that you have experience in this and our skill set really is complementary, but it's different enough that I feel that we each can bring something special with our experiences and our abilities to Sonic Signatures. It always starts with just a friendship. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and you, you recently, you, before before you joined Sonic Signatures, you were working with Google, and um, you actually have some examples for us as well for some of the stuff that you've worked on with them. Did you Correct. want to share? Yes. Yeah. So you'd also asked what UX audio is, and so UX audio is designing audio that in many cases enhances the interfacing of, of the user with whatever they're, they're experiencing. So in the past, that's been often, uh, you know, a phone or some kind of a device or hardware that requires the user to receive feedback, audio feedback, that's complementary to the visuals. And so I think there's a very strong connection between how that audio reacts with how the user is going to use the product. And so UX audio, I think, is kind of jumping into that psychology of, of how to make a sound that functions in a way that's complementary to the user's experience. And now it's going beyond that in the sense that uh, we're kind of merging sonic branding with this user experience audio, and it's being uh, exploited in a lot of voice-controlled applications and voice-controlled services where there is no visual stimulus that kind of enhances, that can be enhanced by the audio, right? So it's the audio on its own has to kind of uh, stand on its own two legs. The mission of the Sound and Marketing Podcast is to pique your interest or possibly even blow your mind. Let's think outside the box at what is hovering all around us. Sound. It's powerful. It's engaging. It's us. The Sound and Marketing Podcast was produced by Dreamer Productions and hosted, written, and edited by me, Gina Isham. 
Special guests were John Brennan and Sean Beeson from Sonic Signatures. For inquiries on producing and developing your own podcast or for inquiries on Sonic Branding and Sonic Branding consultation availabilities, you can find me at dreamerproductions.com. That's D-R-E-A-M-R productions.com. You can also find me on LinkedIn and Facebook. You can email me at Gina, J-E-A-N-N-A at dreamerproductions.com. To get a hold of John or Sean, you can find them at sonicsignatures.io, as well as on LinkedIn. Don't forget to follow and subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, iHeartRadio, and Stitcher. If you like what you hear, don't forget to share and leave a review to get those algorithms on our side. And don't forget to enter promo code SOUNDINMARKETING for your one-month free trial of Stitcher Premium. All links will be provided in the show notes for this episode. Let's make this world of sound more intriguing, more unique, and more and more on brand.